I invite you to pray with me this morning. Gracious and loving God, yours is the world and all that is in it. And yet you come to be with us. This morning, as we gather, as we continue to gather, let us hear a word from you. A word of hope that we might be hope in the world. Speak to us, we ask this morning. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Some of my favorite words during the Advent season are from the song that we'll sing later as our doxology, O come, O come, Emmanuel. O come, O come, Emmanuel. God with us. It's a proclamation of hope in the future that one cannot help but stir some emotions of joy, of peace, of love. The idea that God would be with us and that God might right the wrongs that are in our society, in our lives, and in our world is one that surely all of us can relate to right now. All of us, in some way, shape, or form throughout 2020 have experienced hardship. And we talked about this last week, whether it was economic or whether it's medical or whether it's the burden of being isolated at home. Many of us on our Christmas cards this year are going to be putting, thank goodness 2020 is over. Or we're looking forward to 2021. We, during this time, feel in our bones this hope of a new year, of a new day. And I think that this year, especially for those of us who live with enough privilege to have food on the table and a job security that we're not worried about what tomorrow might bring, we can place ourselves in the shoes of those listening to the words of the Gospel of Mark when they were first heard. See, because the thing is, is that most of us live uh, sort of in the comfort of our lives that the idea of hope being sort of this apocalyptic image from the gospel of Mark seems foreign to us. And it might seem foreign to you now. But the apocalyptic image that Mark portrays is one that is to inspire hope and faithfulness in the present time. See, we know that I say use the word apocalyptic because a lot of the words that Jesus uses here hearken back to the book of Daniel. The Son of Man will come on the clouds, the four winds. Daniel is the kind of the preeminent apocalyptic literature within the Old Testament. Is The example that everyone goes to is Daniel, and then they move on to the book of Revelation. I know that the end time is super confusing for most of us. But here these words, the definition of apocalyptic literature, revelation of a transcendent reality here and now. It's an abbreviated version. But think about it. The revelation of a transcendent reality here and now. See, because the thing is, is that the listeners of the book of Mark We're listening as the stirrings with the Jewish people and the Roman Empire were starting to rise. And there was talk of revolts. And there was talks of throwing back the Roman Empire. And there was talks of the Roman Empire coming and squelching all of that. 
And there's also this sort of fear that the, the early Christian followers were living in around some sense of persecution, that if they were called out into the public, they themselves might become martyrs. And so they were fearful. They were fearful, but Jesus' words brought them comfort. Jesus said to them, keep watch, keep awake, be ready. Which is a little bit confusing because you would imagine that what Jesus would really be saying in that moment is, I'm coming, right? Or I will be coming back. But instead he says to them, keep awake, for the time is now. I've been thinking a lot about what does it mean to be faithful right now? What does it mean to be hopeful right now? Because I know all of us are hoping for a vaccine and for society to go back to a level of normalcy that we're much more comfortable with. We'll be able to be in worship together, be able to go to sporting events together, be able to do the things that we know and we love as our community of faith, to sing in a choir as an example. And so we're hopeful of those things. But if we were to take the idea that you're supposed to keep awake and not just be hopeful for the future, but hope now, what does that look like? The thing is, is that we believe in Christ coming back. We believe that everything will be made right. We believe that God will redeem all of creation and we look to the future for those things to happen. But we also live in this paradoxical world where we believe that Christ has already come, right? That Christ is already with us. So while we're hopeful and we're anticipatory of what's to come in the future, we must be able and willing to find the gift of Christ now. That it's not just about in 2021 when things will be good again. It's about being hope now. Keep awake, Jesus says to those early followers. Amidst the political turmoil, amidst the persecution, amidst the risk of revolt, the writer of Mark says, keep awake to those early followers of Jesus. Fast forward almost 2,000 years amidst COVID-19 and lockdowns that none of us have lived through in the past, we hear these words, keep awake. Because we know something that is beyond our experience right now. Remember that transcendent reality that the one coming on the clouds, Jesus Christ and his return, is the king and in control and present now. It's not just about the future. We lit the candle of hope. It is something that we can press into now. But what does that look like? I'm so thankful that 
Debbie and Bob were able to be with us this morning because I didn't tell her about this, but I was going to use her as a a sermon example a little bit. Because when I think about what does it mean to keep awake, I can't help but have ringing in my mind her, you know, well-known colloquial phrase, hey gang. (laughs) And if you know who Debbie Ritchie is, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Hey gang, and she shows up ready no matter what the situation whether it's, hey, Debbie, we want you to help us paint these uh, cut-out Christmas trees that we're going to use at the front of the sanctuary. She's ready. Hey, gang, I'm there. Whether it's, Debbie, we want you to come and, and light a candle for the Advent season. Hey, gang, ready and there. You know her sense of hope in the present moment. The energy she has to engage in that is inspiring. And so when I think about what does it look like to be faithful here and now, I can't help but have that phrase ringing in my mind, hey gang, ready to get going and to get engaged in whatever is in store for us throughout this Advent season. And you know the thing about it that I was thinking about is that we have this unique opportunity this year, this year, more than any other year, Because every other year, you want to know what we're spending our time doing? Like mad people, we're going from grocery store during Thanksgiving to shopping mall on Black Friday to our Christmas Advent party to our boys or daughters, you know, like career Advent party to our kids' end of the year celebration at preschool or at school. We're going from this place to that place to this place, and we're going everywhere doing everything, and this time of sort of peaceful anticipation passes us by like that. We're so busy during the holiday seasons every year. And this year, some of us are going to be, you know, kind of stirring with anxiety of the season because there's not as much to do. Or maybe there are, as much, there are many things to do, and you're going to find yourself doing those things. But I invite you for this Advent to slow and to wait. Not so that we become lethargic and sit around. So that we can say that phrase, right? Hey, gang, to whatever moment God has in store for us. Because I think that that is what hope looks like. Hope is this sort of feeling that I can engage in anything wholeheartedly. Because whatever is weighing me down in that moment will not stop me from engaging. And see, that's what I believe that apocalyptic literature, like the words from the Gospel of Mark, proclaim to us. That you can now engage. You can be hope. You can be peace. You can be love. You can be joy as we expect the coming of Christ together. That here and now, 
we can experience the gifts of Advent if we're willing to engage and if you're willing to create the space to do so in your life. COVID-19 has given us a unique and terrible, in a lot of cases, circumstances. The imperial guard of the Roman Empire was a unique and terrible circumstance for the people of Israel. Similarly, Jesus' words going back to the book of Daniel was a unique time when the Greeks had invaded Jerusalem. And it was a unique opportunity for faithfulness even amidst terrible surroundings. Whatever it is that is burdening you from feeling that you can be faithful during this time, Christ invites you to keep awake. Be ready and be hope now. Because we know the one who sits on the throne and we know that he is coming back, that Jesus is coming. And so even if life is not pretty and packaged like some of these presents you see on our stage. Christ is coming, and that gives us the hope to encounter the day. So hey gang, let's get to work. Let's be hope in the world. Let's let the light of the first Sunday of Advent shine. And let's take the season a little differently and hope to see Christ in a whole new way. I invite you to pray with me. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks that your love, that your love permeates all things. And we give you thanks that even amidst a crisis, even amidst financial hardships or the pain of divorce, or the loss of a loved one, that you are in fact the one who is coming on the clouds. And that one day, all the wrongs and all the pains and all the breaks in our lives and our communities, they'll be righted. That we will all be reconciled back to you. But help us live that now. Inspire in us through your Holy Spirit moments where we can engage. Show up ready and willing to serve. 
even if it's something like helping out a neighbor whose family normally comes in at this time of year. Help us be hope in the world. And it's through your son, Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.